episode 14 jersey to job podcast we've made it uh, this far uh, had a had a great conversation our previous episode with you and i alum and great basketball standout for the panthers jackie kalen played a couple years overseas and she had a great story of how she now is kind of going through that quarter life crisis and and has found uh, a level of happiness and still looking for some direction so be interested to follow her here in the future to see how her life progresses had a chance to uh, call the UNI uh, a, a women's basketball game with her on ESPN3. So it's been fun getting to know her. And and, and Adam, as uh, we bring you on, Adam Veet, as we bring him, uh, I, I told Jackie, I go, you're the first Adam Veet I've inter- not inter- interviewed uh, for the podcast. So <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the shout out, even though I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but Adam, as we talk about her and we talk about other student athletes and your time as a Division One athlete and connections you have, um, in the industry, and I do, but uh, you probably start thinking through people you crossed paths with through your your club uh, basketball days and who you competed against on the floor and, and who you've gotten to know since graduation. Jackie's not alone in this search, is she? She's not. And, you know, that's um, interesting you mentioned that, too, because once you first approached me for this and once we started to get into a couple of podcasts, I have been starting to reach out. And at least at least researching, you know, what my former teammates are doing right now, and, you know, seeing where they're at in that process. And there are a lot of them that, you know, hey, I got this job, but yeah, I mean, it's not what I thought I would be doing or what, you know, what I really, really want to be doing. And, you know, that's kind of how it goes. You know, we, we talk all the time. You kind of mentioned it, the quarter life crisis where, you know, hey, what am I doing with my life? Is this really what I want to be doing for the rest of my life? Um, and there are a lot of people that I know now that are at that point in their life. Yeah, and it seems to be you you do get focused on what you're doing during your four years as a student athlete. But also, yeah. this isn't just a targeted thing uh, or just a specific thing for college student athletes. This happens mainstream students as well that may or may not even attend an athletic event, but are just going to class and working and uh, think they know what they want to do and think where they know what the path needs to be. And they still can get to that point, 24, 25, 26, 27 years old, still feel like what happened? This isn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And, it, and you know, with athletes, I think it's maybe a little bit more prolonged because they do have that opportunity to, to play, you know, professionally or, you know, extend their career a little bit. But I thought um, on uh, your last podcast with Jackie, Jackie said something that, that really resonated with me. And it's, it's so true. And she just put it into words for me, I think. But she said that, you know, when you're playing, even if you're a college student and you graduate and you have to really you have to really go out there and find a job, you know, and you'll potentially do what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. She said it it wasn't an issue until it was an issue. And that's so true. You know, you don't really you don't really have to think about it until you have to think about it. And then at that point, are you prepared enough with your network, with how you've positioned yourself academically, knowledge-wise? Are you prepared enough to say, this is the direction I'm going and I'm going to, you know, and I'm going to pursue it and I have a plan and this is how it's going to be. It, it's it's not really an issue until it is an issue. It just kind of speaks to that and puts it puts it into perspective more so um, and more so than I ever thought it was. You know, and it, as, as you're looking at where you're going and, and where things are going, there, again, there's that wandering. You're, you're so excited with, with where you're at is, is maybe as far as uh, where you're playing in college and where you get to travel to and who you get connected with and what you get to be a part of and, and put on a pedestal uh, somewhat in the different sports. Uh, then all of a sudden that's done. 
And, and something yeah. that, that Jackie, again, had, had talked about was uh, losing that identity, you know, trying to figure out what her identity was. And, and Adam, that's something, too, that I, I'm sure you had gone through. Uh, I know I had gone through it after leaving the world of college athletics, and that was just as, a, as, a, as an employee. Yeah. You get so involved in a program, it becomes your passion. It becomes a part of you and who you are. You know, you're wearing, you know, you're wearing the colors every day and everywhere you go. Yeah. And, and that's the, the main conversation that a lot of people have is about that experience. And when that isn't there anymore, you almost get a sense of that's people automatically knew what to talk to you about. And now they're not quite sure what to talk to you about. Exactly. And especially when you graduate, you know, when you're, as you mentioned, you know, high school graduation, it was, at least in my, um, in my experience, you know, hey, what are you doing after college? Oh, I'm going to play basketball, you and I. And that's kind of where, where it ended. You know, if they asked me what I was majoring in, I didn't know at that point. So I just said, I don't know. On that front, there wasn't any more conversation about, oh, well, what, what, what do you like to do? You know, can we talk about this a little bit more? You know, what, what potentially might you want to major in? And I think the, the whole wandering, as you kind of mentioned, is something that I did for sure. You know, after college, went and had an internship up in Minneapolis. I wasn't hired at that company. So at that point, I was just kind of out there saying, okay, now what am I going to do? And honestly, I didn't, I didn't know how to look for a job at that point. Which is ironic now. Very <laughs> ironic, yes. Very ironic, because now I'm kind of a professional about looking for jobs. I, I was out there. I said, you know, hey, I want a, want a job, but what am I going to do now? Go look, on, go look on a job board and hopefully I find something. Which back then at that point was was a little more efficient, I guess you might say. Sure. Over the last couple of years, I mean, there's a LinkedIn that's come up. There's, you know, many, many more sites that help you find that job. What you and I have talked about is, you know, some, I guess, like surveys, you might say, or assessments where, where, um, where we can find out what your interests are and maybe what path you could potentially want to or maybe even should go down. Um, there are so many more things out there that that you can do to find that job that a lot of athletes or students do not know about right now. And you look at the characteristics of a student athlete um, and, and what they're a part of. They've got to keep a good schedule. They've got to be on time. They, they've got to get their work done academically. Uh, also in the weight room or on the floor, um, yeah. you know, they, they are, they can sacrifice. They have to sacrifice time with family, with friends, um, with experiences uh, so there is that of <clears throat> being able to understand sacrifice on work you have to do. But a lot of it that's directed at, I mean, you can speak to that firsthand. You're kind of directed on what needs to be done as far as self-responsibility, not saying it's not there, but you're different than a regular student who's on that campus when it runs that schedule. You mentioned something right there that, you know, it's, uh, you know, I was a basketball player. I was um, a you know, student, obviously, as well. But the conversations I was having with some of the people around around the college, with some of my people back in my hometown, with just others in general, was mostly about basketball. It was just more, more, more of a lack of uh, intentional thought on my part that, hey, this basketball thing is going to end sometime. I need to start positioning myself to take, I guess, the next couple steps in my life as far as a job goes. And, and, I, and I just didn't do that, whether that be personal opinion. Um, I think the fact that it just isn't you know, necessarily talked about as much, that doesn't help obviously either. But yeah, I guess it's, it is one of those things that just needs to be talked about in more of an intentional thought. You know, I, I hear Jackie Kalen talk about, you know, her sixth year at UNI. She, you know, had two medical redshirt uh, years and she was allowed to play six years. And in her sixth year was one of her best years she had. But that's when 
the back of her mind started coming up of, okay, you know, do I still enjoy this game? Can I play this game? Do I want to play at the next level? And I didn't ask her this, but after the fact, I was sitting there thinking if I don't, I don't want to be talking out in conversations I have with, let's say a sophomore uh, student athlete at a, at a university, talking them out of aspirations of a pro career, because that definitely could be a possibility. Can, can you put the thought in their mind of, is it going to take away their ambition and drive to be in the professional levels of athletics? If you're saying, you know, you also have a knack for writing software code, you know, similar to what the uh, backup quarterback at Iowa State is, is known for his, his uh, computer science background, and all of a sudden he's playing football. That is a real issue because, you know, sometimes – Honestly, if you're talking about a basketball player like myself that, you know, after school, you know, I had a, I had a couple of professional teams reach out to the coaches about me. To be honest with you, if at that point, if you were to come to me and said, hey, you have, an, you have a knack for potentially writing code, that profession would have paid me probably four or five times more than that professional basketball career would have probably paid me at that point. You know, we, we don't want to discourage people from doing that. At the same time, I, I think that in our minds, this thing could be just something that, that can get the conversation started with, you know, whenever you're done, whenever you want to, whenever you feel you need to be done with your athletic career, you know, you want to, you, you want to be set up for that professional career. And it is a kind of a, I think it's kind of a, a line, not, not really a line in the sand, you know, but it is a line that you have to toe when you're thinking about professional career and when you're thinking about, you know, your working career and moving forward too. You know, and, and I'll, I'll give Jackie actually a lot of credit. She had her, she had it figured out. She had a plan. Uh, she'll talk through of, yeah, you're done playing pro, you, you come back and you coach. And coach, when you're yeah. done coaching, you get into athletic administration. That's where she had done her internships and had talked with uh, the athletic directors and coaches. And she knew, mm-hmm. you know, that's, you know, she had to figure out that's where it was going. I'll give her a lot of credit for that. Uh, but I think what she hadn't realized, uh, really what that was going to entail after the fact, I think there was some 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 aspects of coaching that she uh, didn't quite match up with of how that would be and also how athletics is uh, of being around the sport as much as she has been since she was in single-digit age. I, I think she just didn't know what else was out there. And that's something I in the conversation I've had with, with her and I've had with others is they don't really know what else is out there. As we both can speak of being uh, collegiate freshmen and sophomores, it's hard to listen to anybody give you any direction anyway. It is. And, you know, that's uh, one of the one of the issues with athletes, with even just, you know, students in general is they don't know everything that's out there. You know, if if you were to come to me and said when I graduated college and said, hey, there's this this recruiting job in the staffing industry where meet new people every day. You get to help people find jobs. uh, You get to talk to people every day. I would have said that sounds absolutely perfect for me. I didn't know that it took me four or five years to find that profession. And I mean, now obviously I've been doing it for, uh, I think right around six years. I just didn't know that job or that role, that industry was, was out there when I graduated. You know, and there's, you talked about all the resources now available online and that, and that's something we're going to continue to talk through here in Jersey to job. And, you know, website is under development, I will say folks, so we can get some information out there and give you some resources well. <clears throat> and again, it's not stuff that's going to cost you anything. All these resources are out there to, to vet who you are and your personality and, and options that are out there. And the group of students I work with in high school right now, you know, they don't know, they only know what they know. They don't know what they don't know. And when you start just thinking about a job in an area, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, yeah, I like to do this and this and this. Okay. Pull up indeed.com type in international 
aid worker or international aid assistance. And that's going to show up with nonprofit jobs based out of D.C. that are going to be doing work in Europe or Africa or Asia. I will tell you, if, if that's something you type in and all of a sudden you start reading through jobs, light bulbs will start going off of, I didn't know that was a job. And then the next step yeah. I will, will direct people in is, okay, let's reverse engineer that career. How do you get to that job? Yeah. You know, the level of experience you need. You need three years experience. You need uh, a degree in this or you need a certification in that. Uh, start working backwards. And, and at least at that point, you know, okay, that looks like an awesome job. It's, you know, it's based in D.C., but you get to spend time in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm into. You got, you got to use the tools that are available taking the time or even finding the tools can be that obstacle uh, as you're trying to wander through it of trying to find that path. There are so many tools out there that you can use. And, you know, the way you just mentioned going to an Indeed or going to um, a career builder and just using those keywords that uh, of, you know, some of the skills that you're interested in using, maybe even some of the, you know, some of the responsibilities you're looking to have. And then just kind of scrolling through those jobs at that point, when you find those jobs, then you can start to be intentional about your job search and, you know, what you want to do. And like you said, reverse engineer, Hey, let's, let's make a plan on how, how you can get there. Because if you're looking to be, if you're looking to be a senior software engineer, you're, you're not just going to be hired for that job right out of college. That's just not going to happen. But how can you get there? The quickest path to get there. Um, And, you know, I feel that, that you and I, Nate could definitely help with that. Um, and have the resources to do that as well. So as we move along here and, and we close out today, you know, as, as you wander through the biggest thing I can tell anybody who's listening right now and really what I, who I'm talking to and, and really have come to identify is, is people like us. You know, I'm in my, I'm in my uh, early 40s. You're in your 30s. Talk to Jackie Kalen in her 20s. We've both been through quarter-life crises at least once. If you are that person that's two or three years out of college in your mid-20s, late-20s, and I'll even say even beyond that, we'd love to have a conversation with you. It's, it's not going to cost you anything. Just kind of see where you're at and kind of vet through where you've been and experiences you've had as a student athlete, no matter where you're located at, as, as we're trying to spread this across the country and find to see how we can help direct somebody to find, you know, some motivation and passion in what they're doing. And when I say motivation, what, what is it that's getting you out of day, out of bed every day to get going and, and, and start that day? That's something that, you know, I see every day and I'm sure you see it too, Adam, is people that just, they, they drag in and, oh, it's Monday and, oh, thank God it's Friday. <laughs> Something I just, I, I don't want to say uh, as, yeah. as you're trying to experience life. You said it there, you know, no matter where you're at in your life, I mean, with Jackie, basketball player, coach, then she, you know, was out of coaching, obviously. Now she's, she's working at a coffee shop and she's happy doing that. Wherever you're at in your career path, if there's anything we can do, I think you said it there, Nate, we're here to help. And that's kind of the, kind of the moral of our story right now is that, you know, we're here to help. We're here to have conversations any way, anything we can do for you. We want to do that. So reach me, uh, Nate Clayberg on LinkedIn or Twitter. Uh, we've got our Facebook page too, Jersey to Job. Adam, how can they track you down? Twitter and Instagram, Adam Veet, D-S-M, Veet is V-I-E-T. And on Facebook as well. Feel free to reach out to me anywhere. Adam, we'll connect again. Sounds good, Nate.